and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelly Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah, what is dating if not, I don't know, failing a challenger for the first time and getting the worst punishment for it? So let's do this. We're not dating at all. What were your angel cards for today? My angel cards were um, relaxation. I think that says purpose. Ooh. Those are nice ones. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how they apply to my day. Sometimes I like go forth in my day and try to make them apply. Sometimes I like see how they apply. Sometimes I just like let those float around in my brain as it guides me. Mm -hmm. I haven't pulled angel cards today. Should I do that now? Yes. Yeah. I was trying to decide if I wanted to do mine on the pod or before the pod, but I just felt like I needed... Some insight before the pod. Yeah. To lead you, to guide you through the pod. To guide me through the pod, yeah. All right. I've picked my first one. It says forgiveness. Oh, oh God. What's going to What's going to What are happen? you going to do to me? I don't know. <laughs> Efficiency. Ooh. That's my second one. Efficiency and then forgiveness. Those are good ones. Yeah. I mean, you can be really efficient in your forgiving. I could if I, you know, had the emotional fortitude for that. Mm-hmm. You could also be really forgiving in your efficiency. Mm, so if I'm inefficient, I could just forgive myself. Because mm-hmm. I do value efficiency. Yeah, you really do. I really do. Okay. A while ago, we were ta- like a while, a while ago, we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about how you value comfort over efficiency and I value efficiency over comfort. Yes. Um, but I'm trying to be a little bit more like you because oh. sometimes it really isn't comfortable to be efficient all the time. And I have a theory that part of the reason why the incident at Forever 21 happened the way it did was because I was trying to be as efficient as possible and wait till the end of whatever I had to do to take care of the fact that I had to pee. Oh, no. What do you think about that theory, though? I think you're probably right, but... It's just, I mean, there are so many factors at play in what happened. There's so many factors. But I think this was at play. I think so, too. Because I've been in situations similar where I'm like, all right, I have like X, Y, and Z to do. I'm like running errands. I have a couple of stores that, you know, are are on a certain route that makes the most sense. And I don't really want to break from that until I finish the things I need to do. And sometimes I... Like that the breaks include eating or going to the bathroom. But then I do get to a point where I'm like, no, this needs to happen before I go into the next store. Otherwise, you know, I'm either going to be too dizzy to like focus or I'm going to pee my pants. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Been there. Done that. So I like I do sometimes like overprioritize efficiency. But but comfort always wins. <laughs> always. And I'm learning that comfort should win more often in my life. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I I came to that epiphany the other day. Um, Was that the thing? We were like in the neighbor's apartment 
and you thought of something and they were like, no, I'm not going to tell it right now. <laughs> yep. I was like, I got to save this for our date. <laughs> um, yes, it was. Incredible. <laughs> it was a great, great date topic. How, it's efficiency. This angel card is already working out. Yeah. That's crazy. And I told that story pretty efficiently, I would say. I think so, too. It was like short and sweet and to the point. And I want to say that I forgive myself for peeing in a Forever 21 dressing room. The employees probably don't forgive me, but I forgive myself. If you are an employee <laughs> at the Forever 21 where the incident happened. South I, Coast Plaza. I, <laughs> see, I wasn't going to say. I was going to try and give you a little bit more anonymity. Oh, no, we've already said it. Uh, okay, yes. So if you're an employee of the South Coast Plaza Forever 21, and if you were an employee during... When when did this happen? I want to say 2017. <laughs> if you're an employee, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 2017, and you were present for this or heard about this, please, please reach out to us. Please email us or DM <laughs> us. We're dying to hear from you. It is the most important thing that that we will ever ever have on the pod. Yeah. If I could make amends to those, to the actual people <laughs> whose lives I ruined by that, I actually would love that. I would love to make yeah. amends for that. Yeah, because, I mean, Forever 21, it's a big corporation. Like, we, we don't mind sticking it to them. No. But it's the, it's the employees. The minimum wage, overworked, okay. underpaid employees. Okay, yes. I feel bad. <laughs> I also forgive myself, but I feel bad. Can, can you forgive yourself and also still feel guilty? Um, that is a great question for your therapist. <laughs> Speaking of therapy, oh. how was your week this week? Oh, you don't have to tell me about your therapy okay. sessions, but I know that we both go to therapy every week. We do. So you can just, um, how's your week? My week has been good. It's been, I think up and down. I've had like a couple of really good days, a couple of like, well, not a couple, like I had a can't get out of bed day. And that was just because of things in the news, always things in the news. But overall, I feel like I've had a pretty, pretty good, solid week. Spent a lot of time with my friends. I, I went on a date. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Can we talk like I want to talk in detail about this because we've talked about it in passing. But I want to know, first of all, did you feel like you were cheating on me? <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't because okay. we talked about the fact that that until we decide that we're like firmly gonna date that by the end of this podcast when we I guess end this I guess <laughs> we're gonna decide to date and then we're like there's no reason to have this podcast anymore until that happens then we can see other people yeah no I mean for us dating I to, just to fully like take the joke aside like for us dating is this yeah. we are dating but I also want you to be like romantically fulfilled so <laughs> I didn't say sexually fulfilled although I would love that for you too uh, no I appreciate it I'm just saying we talked we have talked about this and we are able to see other people yes, until yeah. we decide to be exclusive which I'm guessing is what the goal of this pod is I think the goal is just to what is our goal <laughs> I thought it was to like fall in love and date only each other forever. Until well, marriage. I think I think that's one of the options. It's one of the possibilities. Mm. 
I think for me, here, I'm going to tell you my goal. Great. My goal is to treat you like my life partner, mm. regardless of whether or not I find another one. Oh. You are like, I'm signing up for this thing with you. That's really sweet. My goal is to make you fall in love with me. Okay. <laughs> same diff. Yeah. Exactly Do you remember same. when people used to say same diff? It was a throwback that oh. I just like, it just came out of me, but. Same diff. Same diff. <laughs> like early 2000s anyway you went on a date I did go on a date and like I want to give you details I do Mm -hmm. I am still talking to this person Ah. (laughs) I don't want to like put them on blast put him on blast I went on a date with a um, male identifying cis man I don't know why I afraid like I guess I'm getting so weird about like talking about gender like that whole thing (laughs) with the the dog I just like really want to make sure that I'm like respecting yeah. people, yeah. even though I fully know that this is a cis man. <laughs> if he identifies that way, then you can just say what he the way that he identifies. Yes. I I feel like that's true. I think you're right. As a cisgender woman, I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm the final stop for all yes. information on this subject. I agree. I'm gonna ask you about this and uh, race. <laughs> Great. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. <laughs> Um, but the date went well. I met this person on Hinge. I didn't expect to, like, talk to anybody on Hinge, uh, because we had that bet. (laughs) Well, challenge, really. We did Um, talk about that. And... Didn't we? I think so. I think we did. The challenge to have, to find somebody to date slash hook up with by a certain time, and then I failed, and Bonnie's supposed to cock block me for six months. I know. No, she's supposed to... I'm supposed to... What is it? What is the point of looking these things up if I'm never going to remember? Ron Stoppable. I was going to be the Ron Stoppable. Yeah, you're going to Ron Stop me. <laughs> You've done a terrible job. Of- I know. I'm so encouraging. I, <laughs> I want you to have a good time on your date. You literally were like, I know I'm supposed to cockblock you, but I don't want to. <laughs> I know in like half an hour before your date, I texted you like, I love you. Have a great time. <laughs> Which is very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> But the date went well, and I was still, like, kind of on the fence about whether or not I was interested, like, romantically in this person, because I think he's really cool. He has a very interesting life. And, like, if I could tell his stories, if I felt like I had the um, the right to tell his stories, they, you'd be so interested. But, like, they're his stories. I'm not going to tell them. That's fair. But, like, I have been out of the dating game for a really long time, or, like, the dating to date game for a really long time. So I'm taking it slow and trying to really figure out if I like this person versus mm-hmm. trying to make this person like me. Love it. I'm learning. <laughs> and jury's still out. I mean, I'm enjoying um, talking to him. When I had my couldn't get out of bed day, he was like really sweet and like trying to be there for me over text, obviously. But um, I mean, not obviously, but <laughs> we were texting um, and just using like a, he seems really emotionally intelligent. I love that. Um, and I appreciate that about him. Plus, OK, hold on. <laughs> So I have this thing. I am obsessed with men in overalls. I don't know why. Also, you're wearing overalls right now. I am. Are you obsessed with me a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Love that. They're very cute. Yeah. But like, yeah, um, um, male identifying person, cis or trans. In overalls. In overalls. It's just like, I I don't know what it is. 
I honestly don't know what it is, but a male identifying person in overalls just makes me swoon. And he showed up to the date in overalls. And I had never, like, told him about this. Dude, it's like he knew. It's like he, there's been a lot of, like, really weird coincidences with this person. Like, we both had this really, um, I don't want to talk too much about it because it involves depression. And it's, I'm okay, open talking about my depression, but again, not my story. Yeah. Um, But we had some, like, a really specific feeling when we were both younger that, like, both of us had, which is so strange because I, I mean, I haven't met too many people that have that same feeling, but he brought it up without me telling him an hour after I had just told somebody that feeling that I had when I was younger. Wow. That was crazy. We have a lot of similar interests when I, like, asked him about his passions. Like, some of them were, like, DIY projects, plants, camping and hiking, but only hiking when you're camping, Mm -hmm. uh, which is very specifically how I like to hike. (laughs) Um, And also storytelling, which I think is so interesting. Uh, and, you know, you and I are storytellers yep. and we both have an interest in that. And then our first date, I decided to take us to Shoreline Village because it's like one of my favorite places in Long Beach. It's like pretty, lots of different options for food, activities. And apparently he uh, used to go he- there as a kid a lot. Like he moved away from Long Beach, but like as a kid, he has a lot of like core memories in <laughs> Shoreline Village. Whoa. So like a lot of like fun coincidences that are like making me want to keep pursuing this person because I'm like, that's, that just seems like a fun little universe thing. Yeah. Even if it's for like a short period of time, like I'm just going to see this through. Um, but I haven't asked him on a second date yet. I feel like it's in my court, the balls in my court for this. How long ago was your first date with this guy? It was exactly a week. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, So I do feel like in order to show interest, you might want to get to that pretty soon. Yeah. Just like invite him out for maybe another casual hang. Yeah. Well, so I was really having a hard time because we ended the day in kind of like a weird way. We weren't like I wasn't sure. We were both really tired by the end of it. So it was like we have to end this because we're tired. But so it, it was just a really weird like, okay, bye kind of thing. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I wasn't sure how he felt about it. I wasn't sure if he was interested. And when we kept texting, I wasn't sure if it was because I've pretty much only dealt with like fuck boys or um, like people who gave me the runaround a little bit. Um, When we were texting, I didn't take that as, oh, he's texting me. He must still like be interested in talking to me rather than maybe he's just trying to be nice and doesn't want to ghost me. So he's like going to try and fade out because our texts were kind of weird the few days after. Um, And so I was trying to get some sort of confirmation if we were continuing to talk as friends or if we were continuing to talk as people who wanted to go on a second date. Right. Because I don't like putting myself out there and I didn't just want to ask without any sort of like encouragement or confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I understand. It is so easy for me to be like, you should just make the first move when, like, knowingly, I would never do that. Right. <laughs> I would absolutely wait for that validation before moving forward. I know. I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, if a friend was in this situation, I'd be like, just ask for the second date. Like, if if they're weird about it or if they don't want to go, then, like, you're not wasting your time. But in practice, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of nuance to it. Maybe if I wait a certain amount of time and like talk for a certain amount of time, then there's more likely a chance, which is still stupid. I don't want to have to play those games. I know. But anyway, 
So I got some sort of confirmation because he was making macrame plant hangers. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry, I love him. (laughs) I'm not trying to put pressure on this, but I love him. And they looked great. Like he put like the little twists in and like the nodding was fantastic. So then I asked like how much it would cost for me to buy one of these from him. And they gave me a ridiculously high price. And I was like, okay, but I'm broke. So anything else? He's like, how about dinner? Oh. And then changed the subject pretty quickly after. But that that was like my confirmation to be yeah. like, all right, I can I can ask. Um, yeah. That, I mean, it sounds like he made the next move. Yes. And it also sounds like because you haven't followed up on it, maybe he thinks you're not interested. <laughs> well, I was just like, that seems like a fair deal. <laughs> Okay. So that's good. I confirmed. You confirmed it. I confirm it kind of buddy way. So I was like, that seems like a fair deal. Uh, meals for macrame. <laughs> LOL, bro. Meals for macrame. <laughs> I just don't know how to. I don't. I don't know how. I yeah. Don't know how. We'll see if I end up actually like asking this person on a second date and. Because we have a bunch of, like, future plans, but, you know, anybody that I've talked to for more than, like, a day on a dating app always tends to make future plans, so I don't put a lot of weight in those. Right. But before our first date, I um, offered to cook him dinner um, someday, and he said yes. And so saying the dinner thing, I don't know if that means that, like, he wants to cash in on that dinner or if it's, like, a different dinner because he came to Long Beach for the first date. So I figured that I was going to be going to Costa Mesa for the second date. Uh-huh. I just have a lot of swimming thoughts. <laughs> well, you have time to digest those. I do have time to digest them. But like not forever cuz we want we want to sort of you know, make make sure he knows that you're interested. Yeah, that's If you seem... are, if you are. I'm I'm interested in going on a second date and seeing how I feel. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear how you solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> and another funny thing this is just about how cool the angel cards are and how like well they work is the day that I was trying to figure out if I should like ask if we are talking as friends or uh, as people who want to go on a second date. I was like really trying to figure out how to like work that into a conversation. Uh, my angel card, one of them was discernment. <laughs> oh, and then that's the same night that he texted me the dinner thing. And I was like, aha, <laughs> I have discerned. You have discerned. <laughs> I love that. So everyone get angel cards. They work. Get angel cards. I was thinking about this the other day. I do have a tendency to just kind of do the most out of pocket things when it comes to like talking to guys or, or usually guys because I'm too nervous to talk to women on dating apps. <laughs> but um, to one of the people I talked to like a couple of years ago, I just messaged him and my first message was, you look like Victoria Justice. <laughs> But, like, in a good way. (laughs) And he didn't respond. And then months later, he messaged me. And he's like, I'm still thinking about this. (laughs) You broke him. (laughs) I didn't mean to. I thought it was just going to be a funny conversation starter. And it ended up just, like... (laughs) scarring him <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> and then another one i was talking to this guy back and forth a little bit and then he just sent me a picture of his face out of the blue we weren't we didn't hadn't texted at all that day i didn't know what to do with it 
So I just photoshopped a watermelon on his head and fruit glasses and sent it back. I forgot that you did that. And then I fully stopped responding after that. How did he respond to that? He was just like, LOL, my watermelon ass head. <laughs> okay, sir. Which, like, I didn't mean for it to, like, be an insult or anything. I was just like, I don't know. What to do. Here's a funny picture of you. Yeah, like, you sent this to me out of the blue, so I'm going to send this back to you out of the blue. Yeah. And then I just stopped responding. <laughs> that was probably an accident. I mean, but maybe if he had a better retort, mm. it would have been more interesting for yeah. you to respond to. So those are just a few of the really strange things that I do <laughs> that I'm trying to not, to not do. But like, why not? <laughs> I'm not going to tell anyone else they look like Victoria Justice. I feel like he had to talk to his therapist about that. I mean, it's a compliment, <laughs> isn't it? Depends on how you feel about Victoria Justice. Yeah, but you did say in a good way. In a good way. She's pretty. She's very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe it sent him down a gender spiral. Maybe. Which, like, okay. Yeah, like, question everything. Question everything. Um, And if you are listening, Victoria Justice-looking fella, I'm sorry. Unless it worked out, and then congratulations. (laughs) Good on you, Mr. Justice. And Watermelon Head, maybe don't send your pictures of your face unprompted unless you're wanting, you know, photoshopped pictures of it back. So that was my week. (laughs) How was your week? My week has been kind of difficult. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I've had a lot of anxiety this week. Mm. I pretty much wake up with anxiety now and like panic Mm -hmm. and I have to spend time every morning to try to calm myself down. This week is unfortunately the anniversary of some uh, problematic stuff that my ex did Mm -hmm. to me. And so this is a hard week to get through. Yeah. Um, But I'm just trying to be, (laughs) I'm trying to have forgiveness (laughs) with myself and just like let my body do what it needs to, to, feel through this yeah. week. But let me tell you about like this this especially frustrating part of it because it's all frustrating. I don't like any of it. But the especially frustrating part that I actually have no idea how to handle whatsoever is right now I'm in tech for the show that I'm directing and I've had I've had two tech rehearsals already. I have my next one this upcoming week. And I'm supposed to be running the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm responsible for the creative direction of the show. I also, because I'm me, am uh, holding space emotionally for my cast members who are also little anxious babies, and I love them. Um, but also my stage manager, who is a student and has never done anything like this before. So she is um, also an anxious baby mm-hmm. and... Uh, I have to encourage her and support her. And I'm I'm emotionally responsible for a lot. And I'm creatively responsible for a lot. And my boss is in the room. All of these designers that I work with um, on an ongoing basis are in the room. And I am having to deal with, like, trying to sidestep a panic attack <laughs> because of things completely unrelated to being in that room. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and... And it is so frustrating because I, 
maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. I don't know that a lot of them know what a panic attack looks like. So I'm assuming that if I sort of display those types of symptoms or behaviors, that they're going to think I'm not competent at my job. Mm. Um, But that is a fear that I have. So I am trying to hide it instead of allowing myself to feel it through. Yeah. And that is problematic in and of itself because my body doesn't want to do that. (laughs) But I have not, I've, it's just been a really hard week because I've been trying to be look competent and responsible and hold space for other people's emotions um, while mine are completely out of whack (laughs) and inconsistent from one minute to the next. Oh, no. (laughs) I wish I had some sort of solution to offer you. Words of wisdom. Angel cards. Angel cards. Maybe just pull angel cards right before you go. There you go. Focus on my angel cards. Because that is a tough situation. And that, I mean, at least for me, would feel like one that I just have to power through until it's over, which is probably not the best solution, probably not the right solution. But it's how are you, how are, you know, like, what are you supposed to do? I would love to be in a work environment where everybody was knowledgeable about mental health issues to the point where I could I could display those behaviors and then I would feel like it wasn't damaging my working relationship with people mm-hmm. or like damaging their opinion of me or my standing in their eyes but I don't know that of them yet cuz I'm it's I'm still kind of new there yeah um so so I haven't been able to trust that so I am doing the thing where I'm powering through I think I've been able to power through okay. Like you were at a rehearsal where I was kind of doing that and you said that it kind of seemed like I wasn't having a panic attack. Yeah, I thought it was over. <laughs> like I knew you were having one before it started and yeah. when we got there, I could tell that it was like still of the effects of it. But by the time you were like, we were like sitting and watching you um, direct, I was like, oh, okay, it's passed. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was not. It had not passed. Right. But that gives me hope that, like, maybe I'm faking it well enough so that um, I'm not losing standing in other people's eyes. Regardless, the show's going well. I am working well with everybody there. If they didn't notice me having a panic attack. Um, (laughs) Which, I mean, is very possible because I know what your panic attacks look like and I still thought it was over. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) But that's been how my week has been. And I also want to recognize just right now that um, this is me taking kind of a risk talking about this on our date when I know other people will be listening because um, this is probably the most vulnerable thing I could talk about right now. And I'm not talking about it in like a very deep way. I'm taking baby steps because my therapist is encouraging me to be a little bit more open about these things in baby increments. And so talking about my symptoms rather than the reason for the symptoms feels like a baby step that I'm ready for. So that's why I'm doing that. I love it. Everything's about baby steps. Yeah. And taking your first steps. I'm really going to take this like baby metaphor and run with it. Do it. Babies fall all the time. And it's not, so you're not going to take baby steps and then, you know, kid steps and then grown up steps. Like you're just, it's going to be a little bit difficult 
for a while. Baby steps happen for a while, and then you'll eventually get more comfortable walking. Hmm. That worked out, that metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> metaphor queen. I love metaphors. <laughs> I will never get enough of them. Me neither, actually. I really like them. Yeah. You know who's also a queen of metaphors? Yeah. Taylor Allison James Swift. <laughs> <laughs> never heard her full name before. That is her full name. I actually didn't know Allison was in there. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Taylor yeah. Allison Swift. Taylor Allison James Swift. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> She is full of metaphors. Oh, my God. You have fully gotten me into, I'm just going to say, the Red Taylor's version album. I'm still, like, entering the world of Swift. Yeah. I'm not as hesitant as I was before, but I'm not, like, there yet. Yeah, and I'm trying not to push you because also, like, it, it truly is, it warms my heart when you like a thing that I like because of like you liking it, not because it's important to me. It also warms my heart when you like it because it's important to me. So it's been really fun to watch you get into Red Taylor's version on your own, just like because all of your friends love Taylor Swift. <laughs> and that's the impetus, but it's not the reason why you keep listening to it. Yeah. Well, it's also funny because with Taylor Swift and especially the Red um, Taylor's version release, I felt a little bit of of what you felt with Ted Lasso of like, I can't be around you guys when I consume it. Like, there's going to be too much pressure. Right. And I, for the first time, felt that. And I was like, oh. Okay, so you get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because to have that pressure on you to like something that everybody likes. Yeah, because it's so cherished by the people that I cherish. And like, if I don't have the exact reaction and it, I take a while to warm up to things. So when I first was listening to it, I was like, this is, you know, pretty good. And then like, towards the end of the first listen, I was like, wait, I'm into this. And then listening to it more and more, I like it more and more. But like, I just knew even if I did like it, I wasn't going to have the correct reaction. And I was then going to be kind of stuck in that like development of it being like, I like it. It's okay. Because like so many eyes are on me. I'm like not going to give myself give in to like liking it more. Mm -hmm. I, this is exactly what I was talking about with Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, I, I know what that feeling is. I don't know how I feel that you have that feeling. I'm both sorry, but also like I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it was fine because it worked out and I was able to listen to it on my own time. I feel like so I actually didn't I mean, I don't want to say enjoyed having that feeling, but I like liked knowing what it felt like for you because I had a hard time wrapping my head around it before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this makes sense now. <laughs> it is really difficult. <laughs> well, regardless, I'm glad you liked it. Yes, and, I do like it. And, and you like it on your own terms. And the tea in it? piping hot <sighs> that 10 minute version Ooh. is so good and also <laughs> so detailed God, get wrecked jake gyllenhaal uh <laughs> wrecked wrecked anyway taylor swift you rule yeah anytime you want to come on the pod we're here for you <laughs> taylor allison james swift come on down come on down we need to talk about that time oh. this week mm -hmm. that you were trying to remember the lyrics to the 10-minute version and perform it for me in the living room. Yeah. And you got really hyped. Yeah. When you remembered the line about dancing in the kitchen in the refrigerator light. 
and you swung open the refrigerator door mm-hmm. and a wine, a full wine bottle just fell on the floor and shattered. See, that was a metaphor <laughs> for for how Taylor felt when Jake Gyllenhaal whipped that refrigerator door of their relationship open and left her on the floor. That's right. And then wouldn't give her the wine stopper back. Yes. <laughs> he stole her wine he stopper. He stole her wine stopper to stop the wine from falling out of her shattered body. Right. And then was photographed out holding the wine stopper. <laughs> this is a great metaphor. See, I'm not the metaphor queen. <laughs> But anyway, I was filming that. Yeah. So we're going to need to post that. That is so fair. So everyone can enjoy this. Honestly, my first thought when it fell on the floor, well, my first thought was, I also need to fall on the floor now. And then it was content. <laughs> At the very least, we may have lost a wine bottle and have to clean up broken glass from our kitchen floor but content we found more broken glass today we did we just like in the living room it spread so far you guys it just like shattered everywhere Uh, and we dissolved into laughter because it was so perfect it was incredible (laughs) because i was already struggling the one line i had down we're so happy. <laughs> so, so sad. I I hate to say it, but I blame Taylor. Do you? For this. Yeah. I mean, if she hadn't put out that slappy. Slappy? Slappy? She hadn't put that put out that slappy 10-minute version. <laughs> then I wouldn't have been trying to learn the lyrics, trying to show you how many lyrics I knew, yeah. then getting excited about it. And then it, none of that would happen. So Taylor... When you come on the pod, I would like a replacement wine bottle. Yes, and a formal apology. A formal apology, if not a song. Yeah. To, to explain how sorry you are. That'd be great. That it happened. I know that it's not fully your fault, but you are partially to blame. Yeah. So. Like back to December style would mm-hmm. be great. Like yeah. back to refrigerator goes the wine. Yeah, that's a of good Of my heart to yours. In this case, getting a little long now. It's title. That. Uh, Taylor's version, Sad Girl Autumn version <laughs> from The Vault <laughs> by Taylor Swift. Perfect. I had a segue. Oh. Um, but we've passed the point of the segue. So in order to make the segue work, I got to backtrack so much. Great. Should I do it or should I just bypass it completely and just start talking about something new? Now I want to hear your segue. Okay. Well, because we were talking about dancing in the kitchen with a refrigerator light and that's the kitchen, I was going to say we should follow up with our dishes conversation and our bathroom conversation. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Where we kind of re... We newly established, we established new rules Mm -hmm. for cleaning. Yeah. And I wanted to check in to see how that was going for you. For me, I mean, well, we were really good at it in the beginning. Yeah. But I do think that like 
even just having that discussion has made like at least the dishes happen more frequently that it's not like constantly piled up. I mean, there are still some days where it's just like, at least for me, I, I have no mental, like I don't even register them. Right. But for the most part, like it doesn't feel so overwhelming and it feels like because we talked about it, like I'm not like, uh, <laughs> about it. About the dishes or the bathroom? Um, the dishes. Uh, the bathroom, it was difficult for us because our drain wouldn't drain. Oh my God, the drain. For so long that like neither of us could do anything about it. So it was like, it's a losing battle. Yeah. But now our drain drains. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I feel like it feels good. I feel good. Yeah. The bathroom feels solid. Like it feels set because I feel like I can just ask you, when was the last time you cleaned to figure out if it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Even though I haven't done that yet because I've been able to tell yeah. when it's my turn. But I know that I can ask you. So like that feels clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the dishes feel much better for me. And I think, okay, I was being so confusing. I listened to that conversation back and you were confused. And I was like, I don't understand why you're confused because I feel like I'm being so clear. And then I listened to it back and I was like, I think what was what I was trying to get at, which I ended up at so weirdly, but I, I just needed to be heard about the feeling of like when you put dishes there that it feels like you're telling me to do them. Mm -hmm. I think that ended up being what I just needed to communicate. And then to hear back, like, that's not what I'm saying was just so helpful. Okay, good. And then uh, us taking more of an equal approach to the dishes is also super helping me. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could clarify that even more because I think we ended it with like, let's see what this is. <laughs> so I think we could clarify it even more and just say it's every other time because that's what we've been doing anyway. Yeah. And that has been working for me. Yeah. And the the thing that you said about um, when there is space in the drying rack, that's usually what uh, you look to to know, like, I can do these dishes or to like do it until it fills up the drying rack. That's been super helpful to me, too, because I do tend to have a feeling like, all right, it, it's now my turn to do the dishes. I must complete all the dishes and Tetris them oh. and like put down towels so that I can create more drying space. And just like even having that much, which it still holds a lot. It still gets most of the dishes done. But yeah. knowing that like if there are a couple of cups that don't make it in, that's fine. That's totally fine. That's been helpful. Awesome. Okay. Well, that feels positive. <laughs> it all feels good. It all feels good. I think we keep checking in with this. Yep. And keep up the good work. You too, man. Thanks, man. Great job. <laughs> go, go us. Go team. And since we're, um, since we're checking in, no, I we we have to do this. We have to check in with our challengers. Okay. <laughs> Folks, this is um, brand new territory for us. Yeah. We have failed our challengers this week. Yeah. And like hard. We failed hard. Okay. <laughs> we did it once. Our challenger assigned to us by the lovely Anatasha Blakely. Yes. Was to look into each other's eyes once a day. For one minute in silence? Yeah, without 
speaking. Without speaking. And we could not do that. (laughs) Mostly me. (laughs) Yeah, I do want to pin it on you just a little bit more than me. Yeah. Because you were like a very avoidant with this. You did not want to do it. I And the one time we did do it, it was because I cornered you before we went to bed. And I was like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And then we can go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. The first, I mean, before that happened, we both just kept forgetting to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were and like, that's on both of us. Yeah, that's on both of us. And then when we, you know, and Bonnie's like, we got to do this, cornered me, did it. I hated it so much. You did. I, it wasn't even looking into your eyes. It was having you look into mine, having you Ooh. see me. Ooh. I did not like that. Interesting. Like, I like to be around. I don't like to be perceived. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. It's so vulnerable to be seen by somebody, even your life partner, best friend. Yeah. Like it. And it's very, we're very physically close, which we don't usually like sit at that um, spatial relationship. We don't usually exist in that. Mm -hmm. And you were, (laughs) I remember after we did it, you were like, all that was going through my mind was like, which eye do I pick? <laughs> it was so difficult because we were sitting so close. So it wasn't like, like right now we're across the room and I feel like I'm looking into both of your eyes, even though I'm probably not. You're not because I'm picking one eye. <laughs> but I'm picking that. I'm picking your left eye. Oh, yeah. It is my good eye. Is it? Oh. Yeah. The other, my right eye um, is fuzzy. I can't really see that. Oh, okay. Um, so good Something choice. I didn't know about you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Um, But I just, I was so in my head. I couldn't focus. I didn't feel like I gained anything from it. I didn't feel like I like saw you because I was like so in my head and like trying to pick which eye and trying to figure out like how long is a minute? (laughs) Trying not to like laugh or smile too much because like I'm trying to take this seriously. It was hell. So we failed. Well, okay. Yes. I want to come to the defense of this uh this challenger a little bit because like all of the things that you were just saying, like that is a natural reaction. And I think through repetition, those things, those impulses, those like uh, walls and insecurities would dissipate over time through repetition of this exercise. We just fucking didn't do it. (laughs) Like I used to do this stuff in Alex Billings class for years. Mm-hmm. And I would still have moments like what you're talking about, but I would have to do it three times a week, every week, yeah. for like semesters at a time. Um, and so it slowly over time breaks you of those things. But even when we were sitting down with each other and I hadn't done it in so long, I still had some of those like, I had to remind myself like, it's okay if you laugh. It's okay. Cause that's what we're in. We're just in the present moment with each other. It doesn't matter. Like whatever happens, happens. And I was still overthinking everything because <laughs> I'm out of practice. I I mean, I've had no practice with this. I've done it maybe a couple of times in like some acting classes, but it's always like, I don't know. It's never taken seriously by, by everyone in the room. Right. So it's like, all right, we're doing this until they tell us to stop doing this. Um, so I, I'm just not, it, I'm not there yet. I'm I not know. ready. I know. And that's fair. And that's fine. We just failed the challenger, but it's a good challenger. It is a good challenger. We just sucked. (laughs) I'm just afraid of that level of intimacy. (laughs) Here's what I would like to propose. I think we should 
revisit this challenger in like like six months or something. Okay. And just like take it on. Maybe maybe it was too soon for this particular challenger, but it has merit, so we should try again later. I think you're right. I just don't know when. We'll just figure out when we're ready for it. But I also feel like because we failed, we need some sort of punishment. <laughs> so that we don't get in the habit of just letting our challengers slide. Yeah, no, we, we have to do something. What What's your... Do you have an idea for a punishment? I don't have an idea for a punishment. I feel like maybe a cistern brie should decide our punishment. Ooh. More jobs for a cistern brie. More jobs for a cistern brie. Job security. (laughs) (laughs) Can't fire her now. Nope. She's punishing us. Maybe. You want these now? Let's take a little break um, and then we'll let Brie think about what our punishment should be. Perfect. cistern brie what's our punishment okay so (laughs) it's so good okay she's so excited about this i'm concerned because it didn't take me that long to think of and it's impressive that i thought of it at all so you both lead very different lives in your bedrooms right in what in what sense your punishment is that you have to live in each other's bedrooms for three days and two nights. What? What? You can take your pers- like immediate personal things, but clothes and furniture and like other things have to stay where they are. What? So the shape of your rooms currently is how they have to stay for the next three days and two nights. Breathe! Or wait, intense. no, did I say two nights? And You said three days, two nights. Three days, two nights, yep. So starting tonight is the one night. Well, yeah, no, tonight is the one night. And then wait. tomorrow, wait, no, 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 no. Three nights, two days. Wait. Because tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, the next day, and then that next day's night. So the morning of the third day, you can immediately switch back. Okay. I wasn't prepared for this. I thought it was like... Eat something weird. No. No. Absolutely. Oh, damn. Um, This is going to prevent me from not doing a challenger in the future. Yeah. That was the goal. I'm really proud of that. Can I just say, that's a good one. It is a good one. I'm the only one excited. I'm. (laughs) You're terrified is what you are. Can we sleep in our own beds? No, you have to live in each other's rooms. How? That's what I, you can take immediate personal things. So, okay, like electronic chargers, pillows, a certain blanket that you like. Uh-huh. That can come with you, but furniture, big things have to stay in the place that they are currently in. How do I get ready during the day? You have to go in, get your things, and then go back into Bonnie's room and get ready. Bonnie, same to you. You have to go in to your room, mm-hmm. get your things, and then get ready at Shelly's vanity. Mm-hmm. This is so fun for me. 
I hate you like a lot right now. This is a really good punishment. It is such a good punishment, but it's for so long. Three okay, whole no, nights. I cut it because I was like, they could do this for a week. No, That's we can't cruel. do it for a week. No. I cut it back. Okay. Okay, I'm going to push back on this a little bit because it is a long time to have to do this for three days and two nights. Yeah. Bonnie's going into, like, texts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know full well what your guys' lives consist of. Can we just do one night? and <laughs> Two days, one night? Two days, one night? Nope. Two nope. nights, one day? Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, here's here is a thing. Yeah, give me your thing. I was hoping to clean my room tomorrow. Yep. Cannot Nope. Bonnie now has to live in your existence. <laughs> so Bonnie's cleaning my room. Bonnie doesn't have to clean your room, but if Bonnie feels more productive living in your room Bonnie's while it's probably going to clean your room. <laughs> this fucks up so much like you i had a whole plan for this weekend with the date thing i was like if we come back here like that's part of the reason i want to clean my room i can't do that you can clean your room under the advisement of bonnie it's not going to be my room anymore her room if we come if 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 i do it like this weekend you have to come back to my room and that is unacceptable (laughs) i will not do that Brie, I hate you. If we didn't, couldn't fire her before, can we fire her now? Nope. I feel like that would go into like a gray area of like um, legitimacy of like a fireable offense. Mm. We may get sued by Brie. God damn it. Unlawful termination. All right, Brie. That's a solid punishment and it it does achieve, it, it achieves a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It achieves a whole lot. Yeah, it does. I fully don't even know how I'm supposed to sleep without my big projector wall playing Bob's Burgers. Like, I fully don't know. It's the only thing that keeps my uh, sleep paralysis at bay. I use my laptop to watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and I put it on the little cube by my bed. I know, but the it's the, the bigness of the light. <laughs> mm. I'll try. I guess I'm just seeing demons. Well, you could you could bring your you could bring it in because it's a small thing. It's not a furniture. Yeah, that's an immediate personal item. Yeah, but where would I where would it go? I guess it, be I, creative, I, man. I can figure it out. I'll yeah. figure it out. You could put it on that far wall. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Like flip. I'll, head you've and, done enough. Head <laughs> All right, I have one more question. Lay it on me. Because we're about to go into a game mm-hmm. that we haven't played in a while. It's called the One Minute Scavenger Hunt. Pew, 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 pew. One Minute Scavenger Hunt. One Minute Scavenger Hunt. If I were to say, get me something from my room, is it now Bonnie's room? No, right now it's still your room. Okay. This puts into effect tonight. Like when you get ready for bed. Oh, I see. Yeah. Before you, quote unquote, get ready for bed, you take the things from your room that you need tonight. Mm -hmm. Or Uh tomorrow morning in Bonnie's case, because she wakes up before you do. Mm -hmm. Take those Mm -hmm. things. Into your new room. Mm-hmm. 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 So it starts tonight. Okay. Great. So one minute scavenger hunt. One minute scavenger hunt. We haven't played this in a very long time, truthfully, because our setup has gotten more complex and this living room is a um, a danger zone. 
Yeah, it's kind of a nightmare scenario for us to play this game again, but you <laughs> requested it. Apparently, it was a very popular game, so we're bringing it back just for you. We'll bring it back. Oh, let's bring it back. Oh, let's bring it back. Oh, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Oh, I thought you were doing a round two of that, no. but that was the yeah. fi- that was the final. That was the that was the end of that. I love it. Bonnie, explain to anybody who doesn't know what this is, what One Minute Scavenger Hunt is. One Minute Scavenger Hunt is where the runner has one minute to go get a requested item for the other person and bring it back within 60 seconds. And then that person, we usually do like categories, like an idea of something, not specifically like find me my pajama set. It's like, find me something cozy. And then we'll go in and we'll find something and we'll present it to the other person. And if they deem it appropriate and within the parameters that they asked for, they will award a point to the other person. And at the end of like three rounds, we'll figure out who uh, won and who is that much closer to meeting Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock James Johnson. Dwayne James The Rock Johnson? Dwayne The James Rock Johnson. Dwayne The James Rock Johnson. Perfect. (laughs) How many names are we going to give him by the end of this? Um, All of them? Okay, great. Ideally. (laughs) Ideally, he will have 19,000 names. Mm. A man by any other name would smell as sweet. Nope. And Rocky. Mm. It's James. It's James. Johnson Dwayne The Rock. <laughs> Rock the James Dwanson? Dwanson? Dwayne. Oh no. John the Dwok James <laughs> Johnson. Rain the Jock Dwanson? Anyway, that is the ultimate goal is to meet him. And that's what we're working towards right now. Perfect. Let's do this. Let's do it. How do we decide who's going first? Shall we flip a coin? Let's flip a coin. (laughs) Do you want to be heads or do you want to be tails? I would like to be tails. Uh, Reasoning? Because I'm spinning tall tails today. Mm. Yeah, and I'm going to be heads because I cannot get my head right. Uh, All right, Alexa, flip a coin. You got heads. All right. Does that mean mean that you're running first or that you're dictating first? I will run first. How about that? All right. Fair. Shelly, in one minute, I would like you to bring me Something that I forgot existed, but will remember when you show it to me. Oh, good God. I don't know what you've forgotten has existed. Ready, go. (laughs) Oh, no. I regret this game. Um, I regret this game so much. um, Okay. I've really thrown her for a loop. Oh, no. You're right over there. It's a lot of door sounds. Oh, I haven't been timing. 
Oh, Bree's timing. Thank God for Bree. Uh, 25 seconds. Holy shit. <laughs> 15, 14, 13, 12. Wait, I'm going to close my eyes. So I can't see. <laughs> okay, Shelly made it back. And I'm closing my eyes so that I'm not um, spoiling this reveal for myself. But we're going to see if I can remember that it exists when I open my eyes. Before you open your eyes, I actually think that this, is, this works better with your eyes closed. Okay. Here's what I brought you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did forget that existed. <laughs> I'm going to open my eyes now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. What is this? Um, It's some sort of percussion instrument. Some sort of percussion instrument is what I brought to you. I, I don't really know what to call it. I'm sure my mom would know because she's a musician and knows all these different kinds of instruments. Um. But it is something that I use for devising a lot. And so it's in my it's in my closet in my devising box that I bring to like theater students so that they can play with a bunch of different stuff and make weird art with it. See, that's so funny. I just I went into my room and I checked my above the closet thing because I was like, anything that isn't being used like recently is going to be up here. She won't have remembered. Mm -hmm. I had nothing good up there. So I was like, I'm going to do the same strategy for yours. And I was frantically looking and I was like, this is it. <laughs> Whatever this is, it's it. That's a good one. Uh, I will award you a point for that. Thank you. Oh my God. I forgot how physically taxing the one minute scavenger hunt is. <laughs> See what we do for our fans. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay. I suppose it is my turn. Yes, my to, turn to run. Yes, my yeah. turn to tell you what to get me. Yeah, I'm super ready. I'm um, ready. Bonnie, I would like you to get me something that I will never use. Go. Okay. All right. I can't tell where she is. Surprisingly quiet. Less quiet. <laughs> You have 30 seconds. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, she's back at her, her chair, but she's just saying yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. 15 seconds, Bonnie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Do you have it? I have it. Okay. <laughs> this is a little bit of a burn on Shelly. <laughs> no. Okay. What what did you I have my iPad here and it's on my calendar app. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna turn it around and you're gonna see. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> It's my <laughs> virtual doctor's visit appointment. Because <laughs> Shelly doesn't go to the doctor. Damn. 
Shelly. Do I want to give you the point? Because it's not like I will never go to the doctor. I just, my insurance doesn't seem to want me to go to the doctor. Well, right. But also you can't use my appointment. Oh, shit. Point for Bonnie. Yes. God damn it. Wow. I was thinking fast. Yeah. Thinking faster or fastly thinking. (laughs) Fastly thinking. (laughs) All right. Your turn to tell me where to go and what to run for. Mm. Shelly. Yes, Bonnie. In one minute, I would like you to bring me something that I don't own, but that I need. Go. You make a lot more door sounds than I do. I bust through. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, she's leaving the house. <laughs> Shelly. My time. She's going to my house. Shelly's going in. <laughs> you have 23 seconds. If she brings your cat in here, she, I, was just I swear to God. She's going to terrify your cats. 10 seconds. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Okay, Shelly's back. (laughs) Ruby! (laughs) I brought you the neighbor's cat. Ruby! Come here. Say hi to the people. Do you want to say hi? Good girl. You get a point for this. (laughs) I do need a cat. I also confused the fuck out of Bailey. I just ran in frantically, (laughs) grabbed Ruby from Bree's bed, and ran out without saying a word. (laughs) Aw, sweet Ruby. Poor Bailey. We're going to have to, like, let her know that this is, it was an emergency, but, like, yeah. it, non-emergent. Non-emergent emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby! Should I get you? Should I own you? Don't play with the... Damn it. This is why she can't be in here. <laughs> Quick break to return Ruby. <laughs> return Ruby. <laughs> Sweet baby. It'd be surprisingly easy to kidnap any of your cats. Well, maybe not Max. <laughs> not Max. He would not come with me. Wow. That was a solid answer. Thank you. Okay. Bonnie Dolan. <laughs> How do I follow that up? I don't know. I would like you to bring me something that I love, but hates me. Um, there's no way I can do that. There's... You're going to make me do that. I can't do that. I don't... What? <sighs> I'm not there yet. I can't do I'm it. I'm not doing it for you. Well, I can't do... Go. I think you're thinking of one specific thing. I know. You I'm can't... trying to open my brain, so there's something else. She has not left the chair. 
Time is... No. No. Something that you love, but that hates you? Yes. Very quiet. I keep forgetting this is an audio review. <laughs> 30 seconds, Bonnie. Oh, no. I... Uh, something that you love, but um you can do this i believe in you 15 seconds oh, <laughs> oh. oh no mm-hmm. five four three two one is a burn on me too okay. <laughs> but i didn't mean to oh, no. oh I can't oh he's dying he's like fully falling over <laughs> let me start off by saying there is one very clear answer to this but i cannot get that clear answer into this room <laughs> in any amount of time <laughs> that wasn't even what i was thinking when i suggested it <laughs> the answer to this is the other cat that belongs to the neighbors belongs to his sister and Bree. his name is max he does not love you no he hates me fully. but you do want to you love him i do and you want to love him and he doesn't want that at all yes but i'm not like max likes me but we're not at i can't pick him up yet mm-hmm. so i really didn't want to push it for this <laughs> so instead i have brought you this plant that you did love at one point. Yeah. Do you love still? I love all of my plants. I have kind of resigned to the fact that some of them are going to die. This is one of the ones that is, well, it's still kicking. It, but is still, it created a whole new, like, branch. Yeah. It wants to live. It wants to live, but um, but it's it's quite sad but also. Does it hate me? That's for you to decide. All right. You can get a point. Wow. It hates me because I've kept it in this, like, four-inch pot since I got it, and it really wants to be repotted. It really does. It's so absurdly tall for how small the pot is. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking you could get me something, like, with dairy in it. Oh, yeah. Because I love dairy, but it hates me. Cheese or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a great answer, but thank you for the point. You're welcome. You're welcome for the point. All right. Okay. Last round. Last round. What happens if we tie, though? Should we do a tiebreaker where it's turn Brie tells us to get something? Yeah, and then votes on which is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Shelly. Yes, Bonnie. In one minute, I would like you to bring me something that I am dreading. Go. Crap. <laughs> Okay. Took you five seconds to get up from your chair. Yeah, well, <laughs> here we are. Dreading. Dreading. Something that you are dreading. Something that I am dreading. Okay. 
Oh, wow. You have 30 seconds. Seventeen seconds. Great. Something's going on over there. <laughs> Why does your voice sound so high? Five. Five seconds. Four. Three. <laughs> two. One. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Shelly, what did you bring? Bonnie Dolan. I brought you my comforter. Yep. Mm. Because you are dreading sleeping in my room. Spending, what was it, three nights, two days? Two days, three nights. That's what I That's what she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In my room. You are dreading that. Uh, you would be correct. And yes, I am. And you do get a point. Great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I am dreading that so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Last one. Let's see if I can tie this up. Bonnie Dolan. That's me. I would like you to get me something that is emotionally distant. <laughs> Ready, yeah. set, go. Oh, she's she's strategizing. Yeah, I'm in my thinking chair. Great. Mm-hmm. You, you. Mm, oh, shit. Uh, 15, no, 15 seconds have gone by. 45 seconds left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's so heady. Oh, that's so heady. But I'm doing it. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. This is gonna make me sound like an asshole. Oh. Okay. And I, I'm yep. What? How much time do I have? You have twenty seconds. Fifteen. <laughs> Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Yep. <laughs> you got it. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. You have a large book in your lap. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. I know it's in here. I just can't find the specifics, so I'm just going to hold up the book at you. Okay. (laughs) This is a textbook from theater school. Great. The theater school that we went to together. Oh, there it is. Oh, fuck yeah. It's on the back. Um, it's called The Bedford Introduction to Drama. Okay. And it has a lot of plays in it. Mm-hmm. And one of them is called Mother Courage and Her Children by Bertolt Brecht, uh, who intentionally creates distance between him and the audience uh, in order to, f- to further um, how he wants his plays to be received by the audience. Ugh. Emotional distance. <laughs> Point. <laughs> but God, you're pretentious. I knew. I know. I know. I knew that was going to be the reaction. Literally the only... I was going to get Moby. But Moby's at work. 
so I couldn't get Moby. <laughs> so, I, so I got Bertolt Brecht. Oh my god. Fine. Burn on Moby. Burn on Moby. Burn. Sam. <laughs> burn on Moby and then burn on me for being pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Burn on everyone involved <laughs> for having to listen to that explanation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Great. We are now in the tiebreaker round. Tiebreaker round. Bam, 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 bam. Boo, boo, boo. Bree. So just to summarize, we Bree is going to say something that we each have to get a representation of, and then Bree is going to decide the winner from that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You both have to bring me something that symbolizes our differing friendships. Uh-huh. Go. God, it takes me so much longer to get up and It up. really does. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Shelly, you have 30 seconds. Done. Bonnie's already returned. Bonnie's locked in. What? Yeah. Crap! 20 seconds remaining. Crap! Suck it! <laughs> 10. I can't. Nine. Wayne. <laughs> James. No. Rock. Five. Johnson, four. Mom, three. Me. Two, one. Oh my god. Alright, Brie, go get the other go get the other mic. Oh my god. So that you can adjudicate. Sorry, I'm in a pretentious mood ever since I got Bertolt Brecht. Jesus Christ. This was fun for me. Yeah, you're giving her too goddamn much power. So much power. I know. Okay. Present. Bonnie. Okay. My representation of our friendship, Brie, mm-hmm. is a sweatshirt that you gave to me for my birthday this year mm-hmm. with, long story short, I survived on it, which is a Taylor Swift lyric yep. and recalls... The two times that we have gone out in the car when Taylor's version dropped, first mm-hmm. Fearless, then Red, yep, and sang at the top of our lungs and listened at the top of our ears uh-huh. to her new versions. Yep. It also is meaningful because of the lyric that you chose, and it's meaningful because of the b- birthday. Day of birth. Day of birth. Shall we? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. What do you have for me today? When you offered that as the, the prompt, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I took that to mean representation of our differing friendships. Your friendship with Bonnie, my friendship with you. So I brought representations of both friendships. Whoa. Oh. I brought <laughs> the TARDIS. The TARDIS. Because we watch Doctor Who together. We do watch Doctor Who together. 
Um, and I just happened to have this apartment. As you should, yeah. And I brought a book. <laughs> Which book did you bring? A Shelley? book. I brought Man Enough, um, Undefining My Masculinity by Justin Baldoni. We love him. We Justin. love him. We haven't read this yet. We haven't. But we love him. Because your book, bitches, it's you true. are always going to Barnes and Noble together, always it's talking true. about the latest like Glennon Doyle book or poetry book, self-help kind of things. So your book, bitches. <laughs> so I brought representation of both friendships. Oh, Bonnie God. really only brought the one friendship. I just feel like Shelly intentionally misunderstood the assignment to look like she overachieved. I didn't intentionally misunderstood the assignment. And I don't know that I misunderstood it. I don't know what Bree's oh, intention God. was with this. Well, here's the thing. I don't know that I... I'm going to blame it on the fact that when I was talking into the microphone, I was looking at the wall. So I couldn't look at either of you. You did this intentionally. I know, but I, I don't think that the wording... But yeah, I did mean... Like, my friendship with you, you bring something that means that. And then my friendship with Bonnie, she brings something that means that. Okay. Shelly did so do that. She did. We both did that. You both did that. <sighs> Why do I have to decide? Okay, but now it's weird because the thing that you brought is a thing that I gave you. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you brought is something that we do together. Decide. But mine represents things that we've done together, which also you I agree with. Of it that because way. but it is a good you it gave good it thing. to me. God, I don't like this. You put yourself in this situation. I know. Suck it the fuck up. <laughs> which one of us do you love the most? You can't. Uh, mm. <laughs> which one of us is more deserving? <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> of meeting Dwayne of the, the James, James Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Dwayne the Rockathon, John John, John Wayne Rock Wayneson, <laughs> John Rock John. You guys, uh, uh, choose, 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 choose. Okay, 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 okay. I think oh we're not gonna hold anything against you except lies you tell that we will uh, bring this up in every hold conversation. Me. Yeah, now I don't on. hold grudges. I remember facts. <laughs> Got that from a calendar at Bonnie's mom's house. <laughs> I'll just remember this fact. That's all. I think I have to go with Bonnie's. Yes. Okay. Oh God. Why? Explain what, yourself. Why? I don't know that I can look at either of you when I say this because, okay, pretentious is continuing over there. I'm just dancing and celebrating. Mm. Yeah, you're my victory. Reveling yep. a little too hard. I only have one other win <laughs> in any of these games. Oh, so I had to, I had pity no, pity. No, on you didn't know this. <laughs> Explain yourself, Bree. Is it pity just that you cherish pity on Bonnie. Your, your friendship? No, I do not. And these memories? Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. The truth comes out. <laughs> That's not the truth. Go ahead the and explain truth yourself. Is, okay, because I mean, obviously when I gave you that sweater, it was a different meaning from me to you. But when you said that it's the drives that we take listening to the new albums. That is something that we do, and that's something really cool. The the TARDIS is also a thing that we do, and it's really cool. I, I hate this. She's made her choice. She's made her choice. I did make my choice. I hope you're happy with it. I'm not, but I wouldn't have been happy either way. I think this is just... Now I'm leaning, like, against firing her. I'm kind well, of leaning of more towards, like, she should stay around longer. Hmm. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I am to fire me. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna fire you. You want to fire me? No, I, I really don't. I really don't want to fire you. Your eyes are telling a different story. I want to quit. <gasps> I'm out. Wow. I am out of here. You're really gonna ditch this yeah. pod just because of that? Oh, she's taking her head. All right, she's leaving. She's leaving. Um, why don't we just take a quick little break, and I'm gonna try to convince Shelly to yeah. still be in this with me. Wait, Shelly. So I understand you've agreed to return on a conditional basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The conditions being that Brie no longer gets to be on the mic for the remainder of (laughs) the pod. Yeah, I just feel like that way she can't insult the friendship I thought we were building. Mm. Um, At least not publicly. Yeah. If you want to insult me in private, Brie... (laughs) That'd be great. Would that be great? Uh, at least I wouldn't feel the humiliation oh. that I feel now. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> Very glad that you're back. I just want to see this through. I made a commitment. Let's see if we're in love, Bonnie. <laughs> All right, Shelly. Let's uh, go to our... 36 questions that lead to love. Ooh, and we have that sweet, sweet new song. 36 questions that lead to love. Ba-dum-bum-bum. 36 questions that lead to love. Ba-dum-bum-bum. We're gonna get to know our favorite things. Find out if we wanna bang. 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I feel like you started lower because I couldn't do that. I did. I did start lower. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, I'm not set. I'm I'm not so set on this song that like I can recall the exact pitch yeah. yet, but I'll get there. It's fine. It just my yeah was so low. Real deep. Real deep. <laughs> all right, Bonnie, what is our question for the day? Wait, first of all, are you in love with me? No, I'm not. Are you in love with me? Definitely not after that game. Uh, but no, no, no. You can't be resentful of me because of Bree's choice. That's a different thing. I can feel however I want to feel. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, all right. Here's, here's our next question. And I'm going to warn you, this may be a pretty short, short answer. Okay. <laughs> when did you last sing to yourself? And when did you last sing to someone else? Okay, well, uh, this is going to be short. We sing all the time. 
Yeah. We sing all the goddamn time. We just sang. We just sang. To um, each other. <laughs> and to all of you. About five seconds before this, we sang. And I, I sang to myself this morning. <laughs> I literally sing to myself all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard not to. It's just a fun little perk of life is singing. Yeah. All the time for, for no true reason. Making up stupid songs. <laughs> So that is the answer. Yep. And it was very short. I warned you. Is there any way we can change this question slightly or like elaborate on it? To what? What would you like to do? Mm, I've got nothing. This was a very, very short question. I know. It like takes you by surprise how short it is. I can give us the next question since we kind of breezed right past that question. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. Are you in love with me? No. Still no. <laughs> Are you in love with me? Surprisingly, no. That question didn't get me any closer. Yeah, because we kind of know that about each other. Yeah, we do. We literally sang to each other with each other just now. So yeah. it's... We sang last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we sang l- almost all day yesterday, really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so... All right, so we we still don't have we don't have a ton of time to spend on this next question though. Okay. So, just so we're aware, here's the next question. Hit me with your best shot. So this is question number six. Oh wow. Okay. If you were able to live to the age of ninety mm-hmm. and retain either the mind or body of a thirty year old for the last sixty years of your life, which would you want? It's going to, I mean, no, you know what? Body. Okay. That's a, a strong, quick answer. Yeah. Reasons? Um, I don't want to get old. Desperately. I don't, I'm already having aches and pains now as a 26-year-old. I really am not looking forward to having my mobility, like, decrease over time. Yeah. I... This sounds bad, but I sometimes get sad (laughs) looking at older people who, like, it takes them a very long time to cross the street. And, like, I'm sure that's not what they want either. But it's just the the reality of, like, your mobility decreases. um, You're a bit more fragile physically. And I don't want that. So I would rather maintain the body of of a 30-year-old. Yeah, I think I would have the same answer as you. I I'm I'm also um I'm looking forward to getting older but in the short term. Mm-hmm. Like the short term older rather I'm I am a little bit afraid of um being like in my 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. But like anything below that feels like kind of nice. When I think about Having the mind of a 30-year-old, I mean, I am 31 right now, so it would just be having my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as you grow older, you're able to increase a lot of things about your mind, like your capacity for empathy, elasticity. Um, your processing time probably will go down eventually, but but that's not the only part of the equation when it comes to your mind. Um, and like you said, my body's going downhill and I'm, ar- I'm only 31. So uh, retaining this body would be great. Yeah. 
And I I was going to um, preface it by saying that it sounds like the vain option, but I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is either. Because I also think that maintaining the mind of a 30-year-old could be the vain option. I don't know. I feel like also growing and staying in a, like a younger looking body can kind of open your your mind a little bit. Like you're you're getting older, you're experiencing more, but the world still perceives you as as in a category of people that like have generally been um, the people that make change or the people that see that change needs to be made. So instead of getting older and kind of being phased out of those conversations or like physically, you're still part of those conversations. So like we are, I don't want to say that like people who are older, that's why they have a hard time like grasping new information, like with um, gender and sexuality and race, I guess. I guess. It's, it's, I feel like they're not in spaces that, make them think, make them question things. They're not on like, I feel like I've grown a lot just from being on like TikTok and that's because it's geared towards the younger crowd. So I, I feel like, I don't know, as things progress, it's going to be geared towards a younger group of people. And I think that looking younger, we're going to have those doors open to us so I can grow emotionally too. That's a good point. I wonder, yeah, you talk like part of, representation is not the end-all be-all, obviously, like mm-hmm. representation in media and certain things. But you're right in that it gives people access to information and the lives of people that don't look, love, act like them. Mm-hmm. And that is part of breaking down those uh, walls between you and understanding somebody different. Yeah. So uh, you might be onto something that like... We just don't, at our age, engage with people in their 60s and 70s in a way that is everyday and meaningful Mm -hmm. when it comes to gender and race. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, it's it's all on the person, you know, to to do the work, absolutely. But I feel like a lot of things are not geared toward them, so it feels a little bit exclusive to like be open or to be privy to these conversations that are being had. You have to do a little bit more like reaching out and searching because all of the media, and this is super generalizing because I am still 26. I'm not uh, um, absorbing media that is geared towards, you know, 60 year olds, 70 year olds, but it feels like it's like the news and that is older people presenting information to older people who like they're getting it from a source that's biased. I don't want to get into the news topic. I'm just trying to say that I feel like it's almost like we'd be spies. Mm, yeah. We would be like Undercover. social justice spies. I love it. <laughs> I'm down to be spies with you. Great. Great. So unfortunately, we don't have time to go deeper into any of that conversation. No. But... I'm not in love with you, Mm, but I love you. I love you too. Not in love with you. Yeah, that tracks. Well, thank you for coming to the living room today. Thank you for having me. It was a delight and then crushingly painful. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of nice and thought-provoking. Well, we, uh, we span 
all kinds of different topics here. Yeah. We go through the emotional ringer. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to go lay in bed for a few hours. In my room? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Bree's really fucking up my whole week. Yeah, she is. Burn on Bree. Burn on Bree. Bye! Bye! But we're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.